Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1122. Today it's an update on The Last Jedi in post-production. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and if you hear anything slightly different in the acoustics this time around, it is because I am on the road once again. This time I am coming at you from West Yarmouth, Massachusetts. I am on Cape Cod with the extended family for the annual vacation where dozens of cousins get together, and this is first and second cousins and whatnot, and all enjoy each other's company, so the extended family gets to play together, which is really fun and amazing, and it's awesome to be welcomed into this huge family. This is my wife's family that's here, and yeah, I've been a part of this for, oh gosh... I think the first time I came down here was 1999 for a vacation on the Cape with a bunch of these folks. And it's just, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. It is a beautiful part of the world. And if you ever have the opportunity to find yourself here, then I highly recommend you take advantage of the opportunity. And all this week, I'll be coming at you from West Yarmouth, Massachusetts with the podcast here. Today, we're going to be talking about The Last Jedi and what's been going on with it. Since the last time we talked, we are 138 days out from the release date of December 15th. Yeah, that one's not moving either. (laughs) They've got that one locked in even tighter than the Han Solo movie has their May 25th date locked in. And, you know, Ryan Johnson had made some comments at D23 that made it sound like the movie was pretty much locked, but it's not exactly locked. He actually sent a photo out. Um, This was actually on Instagram. He posted a photo where he's working on audio mix stuff, or he and the folks that do that sort of thing are working on audio mix stuff now. So not totally locked, as it turns out. And as I was talking about yesterday with the Han Solo movie and The Last Jedi and comparing the two, and if you had to enforce secrecy rules, which one would get the harsher secrecy rules? And of course, it would be The Last Jedi. So as opposed to what Ron Howard is doing, posting photos on Instagram and Twitter for the untitled Han Solo movie, Ryan Johnson is definitely putting a few out here and there, but I think he's a lot more limited with what he can do by comparison. He did recently tweet out a neat little photo saying that a 70mm print of the teaser trailer and saying not new, the one that's been out, is attached to Dunkirk. And so you could check out the Last Jedi trailer in theaters and it's actually supposed to be a shortened version which there are some really awesome folks at Trailer Track and you can check them out on Twitter. They're at Trailer Track where they had notification of a trailer being released Earlier on, this is back on June 20th, they posted saying the Last Jedi trailer B rated by a by the BBFC, which is the British uh, something film commission. Uh, they say it's a they believe it's a shortened minute 30 version of the previously released trailer. And there was a whole thread that now that, of course, I'm looking for it, I can't seem to find where they had a big discussion of how trailers are labeled A, B, C, D, E, F, and G when they're submitted and how... It's changed over time the way that the labeling has happened and that they noticed this with the Rogue One trailers that were released and were rated for being allowed to be shown to all audiences or that sort of thing. That uh, B didn't necessarily mean a second trailer that, you know, 
A might have been the first trailer, but B and C might be shortened versions of that first trailer, and then D might actually be the second trailer, et cetera, et cetera. So Trailer Track seems to have called this one that the trailer that they were looking at having been uploaded as Trailer B to the uh, classification board is definitely not the new trailer. And so they are saying, at least they said back in June, that uh, they expect the next Star Wars The Last Jedi trailer to not be shorter than the teaser and to land late summer at the earliest, if not October. So that meshes well with what I've been saying, especially considering what we saw with Rogue One, where we got a full trailer in August and then we got another trailer in October. So that would match up as well. I did see something suggesting that there's no need for Star Wars to ramp up the public the publicity machine necessarily until October for all intents and purposes. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could argue the case and say, yeah, sure. Especially if I'm right about the fact that we're going to get a fall preview issue of Entertainment Weekly in August. And that will certainly hype up the Last Jedi stuff. But we had that same thing happened last year and we got a trailer in august for rogue one although entertainment weekly did cover rogue one in their fall movie preview it was not the cover story that actually went to fantastic beasts and where to find them so it seems like the big thing that's happening right now is a tweaking of the audio mix for the last jedi and i did double check the john williams site the fan site i should say that's uh, jwfan.com and they know everything and anything there is to know about John Williams and what's going on with him. The last update that they had that was Last Jedi related was May 24th, where they posted about how Mark Hamill and Laura Dern both visited the Last Jedi scoring session. And that actually was posted on May 24th, but the visits happened on May 23rd. So here we are two months later, and if he was conducting at that point, I mean, you figure he's got to be pretty much done by now, right? That's what I would think. So uh, we are just, you know, fine-tuning at this point and have another 138 days to play the guessing game as to when we're going to get to see more stuff. And incidentally, I will say, and for everybody who is spoiler-averse, don't worry. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But that's what's happening now. It almost seems like because of the fact that we're having to wait so long, we're having more opportunities or there are more opportunities happening for leaks and spoilers to get out and it's already happening there have already been some images that were released that then disney sent out takedown notices for which means that they're probably pretty legit and there were some product uh shot releases as well so yeah uh, it's getting a little tight and so i think i'm probably going to do a bonus episode of the podcast to talk about spoiler policy on star wars 7x7 to refresh all of our longtime listeners and you know it has evolved over the years and also for newer listeners as well just to kind of set in stone where we are at because it's going to matter especially when we get closer to the december date because you're going to want to listen to star wars podcasts and (laughs) you're not going to want to have anything spoiled for you so you won't have to go on any sort of media blackout or podcast blackout of stars as far as star wars 7x7 goes that i can assure you but we'll get to that more in detail in another episode meanwhile i'm gonna call this one a wrap i would love to hear your thoughts on when you think the next trailer for the last jedi is gonna drop Leave them in the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. And I'm going to come back after a quick break with a Rogue One trivia question for you. Hey, Rebel Rouser. 
The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash TFA. Welcome back. Last time I asked you who gave Cassian and or different orders from the ones he received from Mon Mothman, that was General Draven. Today's question for you, what are the orders General Draven gives to Cassian and or before he departs for Jeddah? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go blasting your way out of Moss Eisley, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not an Imperial spy, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.